Hello there. I'm David. And I read Wikipedia. And on this rather flat Tuesday, which is a pun because the title has the word flat in it, I'm going to be reading to you the Wikipedia article for Modern Flat Earth Societies, aka a bunch of idiot faces. We got a picture. It is the Earth, flat as a pancake, uh, not just because the viewing medium is two-dimensional. It is a not even making an attempt to represent it in three dimensions. People are stupid. All right, I'm, I'm going to try and not say that the entire way through. People are stupid. Modern flat earth hypotheses originated with the English writer Samuel Robotham. Who I'm going to call Samuel Robotham. With Samuel Robotham. Who did things between 1816 and 1884. Based on his conclusions derived from the Bedford Level experiment, Robotham published a 16-page pamphlet, Zetetic Astronomy which he later expanded into a 430-Jesus-page book, Earth, Not a Globe. No colon. I would have said Earth, colon, not a globe. In which the Earth is a flat disk, centred at the North Pole, which of course isn't a pole, it's just the, the middle bit, centred at the North Pole and bounded along its edge by a wall of ice, which is Antarctica with the sun and the moon 3,000 miles, which is 4,800 kilometres, and the cosmos 3,100 miles above the Earth. A cosmos not much further away than the sun and the moon. He also published a leaflet entitled The Inconsistency of Modern Astronomy and Its Opposition to the Scriptures! Exclamation point, wait for it, exclamation point. Which argued that the Bible, alongside our senses, oh, is that where you put the Bible, alongside our senses? supported the idea that the Earth was flat and immovable, and this essential truth should not be set aside for a system based solely on human conjecture. We've got the same picture that we had before, this time with a caption, a flat Earth model depicting Antarctica as an ice wall surrounding a disc-shaped Earth. Robot Ham and followers like William Carpenter, who continued the belief, gained attention by successful use of pseudoscience in public debates, with leading scientists of the day. One such debate, involving Alfred Russell Wallace, concerned the Bedford Level experiment, and later led to several lawsuits for fraud and libel. Robotham created a Zetetic Society in England and New York, shipping over a thousand copies of Zetetic Astronomy. I think when you say a number and you say over in front of it, it just kind of sounds like a lot, but over a thousand isn't really much shipping only a few thousand copies of Zetetic Astronomy. After Robotham's death, Lady Elizabeth Blount, wife of explorer Sir Walter de Soddington Blount, I would not marry someone called Soddington, established a universal Zetetic society whose objective was the propagate, quote marks, the, oh, start quote, begin quote, that's what we say. Let's go back a bit. Whose objective was, begin quote, the propagation of knowledge related to natural cosmogony in confirmation of the Holy Scriptures, based on practical scientific investigation. Oh, the contradictions. End quote. The Society published a magazine, The Earth Not a Globe Review, and remained active well into the 20th century. A flat Earth journal, Earth, colon, a monthly magazine of sense and science, here we go, a colon, was published between 1901 and 1904, edited by Lady Blount. The International Flat Earth Research Society, IFAS, 
That's that's not me making up an acronym. That is, it says it right there in text, IFAS. The first Flat Earth Society organization, so IFAS was the first Flat Earth Society organization, was founded by Englishman Samuel Shenton in 1956 and was later led by American Charles K. Johnson, does not say what the K stands for, who based the organization in his hometown of Lancaster, California. A lazy bugger. The belief lacked representation after Johnson's death in 2001 until the name was reclaimed in 2004, this is remarkably recent, by Johnson's self-proclaimed successor, Daniel Shenton, likely a reference to Samuel Shenton, a man claiming to live in Hong Kong. Citations number 10, 11, 12 and 13. The number of citations and the word claiming makes me suspect that perhaps he isn't in Hong Kong at all. We got a heading, Samuel Shenton, colon, the Flat Earth Society. Well, Samuel Shenton is the name of the Flat Earth Society? Whatever. In 1956, Samuel Shenton, a songwriter by trade, created the International Flat Earth Society as a successor to the Universal Zetetic Society and ran it as organising secretary from his home in Dover, England. Given Shenton's interest in alternative science and technology, he just liked made-up stuff. There's no arguing with these people. I'm, I'm interested in alternatives to sensibleness. Ah, the emphasis on religious arguments was less than in the predecessor society. When satellite images showed Earth as a sphere, heresy, Shenton remarked, it's easy to see how a photograph like that could fool the untrained eye. Fucking idiot. The society also claimed that the Apollo moon landings were a hoax, naturally, staged by Hollywood, a position also held outside the Flat Earth Society, by morons everywhere. Fun fact, uh, there's a film buff or something that went through how difficult it would have been to have shot three hours of continuous movement at high speed in order to make it look slow-mo for the guy bouncing on the moon, that they actually didn't have, they didn't have the ability to have that much film on a roll at the time, 1956 or whenever they went to the moon. 57. Late 57? It was autumn, I think. In 1969, Shenton persuaded Ellis Hillman, a polytechnic lecturer, to become president of the Flat Earth Society, Fez, but there is little evidence of any activity on his part until after Shenton's death, when he added most of Shenton's library to the archives of the Science Fiction Foundation he helped to establish. We've got... Okay, so we've got a thing that's in a box with a square thing. With a, it's, a, it's a box with a square border and a grey background. I assume it's just a quote. I'm going to start at the end, as is my want. Stupid order to put words. Flyer, written by Charles K. Johnson, 1984. Still no mention of what the K stands for. And here we go. Historical accounts and spoken history tell us the land part may have been square, all in one mass at one time, then as now, the magnetic north being the centre, with a capital C. Vast cataclysmic events and shaking no doubt broke the land apart, divided the land to be our present continents, or islands, as they exist today. One thing we know for shizzle, around this world, the known inhabited world is flat, level, a plain world. Read as written, except I said shizzle, where the quote said sure. Shenton died in 1971. Charles K. Johnson. Maybe it stands for killer. It is from here on in. Shenton died in 1971. Charles Killer Johnson 
inheriting part of Shenton's library from Shenton's wife. Suspect. Established and became president of the International Flat Earth Research Society, IFAS, of America, IFASA, and Covenant People's Church in California, IFASA Under his leadership over the next three decades, the Flat Earth Society grew from a few members to a reported 3,500. Reported by whom, I ask? Reported by whom? Johnson gave newsletters, flyers, maps, and other publications to anyone who asked for them or didn't, I imagine, and managed all membership applications together with his wife, Marjorie, with a J. The most famous of these newsletters was Flat Earth News. Johnson paid for these publications through annual member dues costing US six bucks to ten bucks over the course of his leadership. Johnson's beliefs were based on the Bible, and he saw scientists as pulling a hoax, I would have said pulling a fast one, which would replace religion with science. Out of nowhere, the United Nations flag, which, holy Jesus, is a picture of the Flat Earth. Oh my. The Flat Earth Society's most recent world model is that humanity lives on a disc, with the North Pole at its centre, and a 150 foot, which is 45 metre, high wall of ice, Antarctica, at the outer edge. So I wonder if anyone that believes that we are on a flat Earth has been to the ice wall. Because 45 metres, I would think that if I thought the Earth was flat and at the edge of it there was a merely 45 metre high wall of ice, I'd be pretty damn keen to go and climb over that ice. Well, actually I wouldn't because I don't like the cold, but I think you catch my drift regardless. The resulting map resembles the symbol of the United Nations, which Johnson used as evidence for his position. Johnson's a dick. In this model, the sun and moon are each 32 miles in diameter. That's 52 kilometres for the metrically minded. Flat Earth Society recruited members by speaking against the US government and all its agencies, particularly NASA, and then just seeing which twits rolled in the door. He could have basically said, we don't believe in climate change and we hate vaccines. Who wants to be my friend? Oh, a bunch of people that believe in things that aren't science. Much of the society's literature in its early days focused on interpreting the Bible to mean that the Earth is flat, although they did try to offer scientific explanations and evidence. Well, bully for them. Flat Earth News is a heading. It's an italicised heading, so I think that means it's a subheading. Flat Earth News. Flat Earth News was a quarterly, four-page tabloid. For those keeping tabs, that's 16 pages a year. Doesn't say if it's double-sided or not. It's flat-out lazy is what it is. Some headlines from Flat Earth News during the 1970s and early 1980s. Whole world deceived, dot, 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 except the very elect. December 1977. Ooh. Australia not down under, May 1978, just before I was born. So that's a heading, Australia not down under. Sun is a light 32 miles across. The Earth has no motion. Nikita Khrushchev, father of NASA. Galileo was a liar. Yeah, that Galileo. Science insults your intelligence. World is flat, and that's that. The Earth is not a ball. Gravity does not exist. I gotta think that they're just having fun. This ca- They can't be... Peak and decline is a heading. The group rose to 3,500 members under Charles Killer Johnson. Later, Flat Earther became a common epithet. I hate that word. 
For someone who stubbornly adheres to discredited or outdated ideas. No, outmoded ideas. Eugenie Scott, wishing that he could put it back in the bottle, called them an example of extreme biblical literalist theology. The earth is flat because the Bible says it is flat, regardless of what science tells us. I partly agree with Eugenie, but I don't like people that say things like extreme biblical literalist theology. These people make me itchy. The society was further affected by a fire at the house of Charles Killer Johnson, which destroyed all of the records and contacts of members of the society. Johnson's wife, who helped manage the database, died shortly thereafter. Sad. Johnson himself died on March 19, 2001. So, am I to understand correctly that in the fire, the database caught on fire? Did the backup of the database also catch on fire? Do they not understand how databases work? A database is flammable. I mean, I suppose they are. They obviously didn't believe in the cloud. Modern Flat Earth Societies is a heading, but it's also the title of the entire article, so I'm going to call it Miscellaneous. We got a picture, it's a diagram. Interesting. Logo of the 2013 Flat Earth Society. It's a picture of a retarded person lying on the floor, drool coming out of their mouth, and yogurt lying next to them. In 2000, that is unfair to retarded people. In 2004, Daniel Shenton, not related to Samuel, not related to Samuel, resurrected the Flat Earth Society, basing it around a web-based discussion forum I was basing it on. This eventually led to the official relaunch of the Society in October 2009. There were streamers and champagne. It was very exciting. People ate the streamers and poured the champagne on the floor because they're morons. And the creation of a new website featuring the world's largest public collection of Flat Earth literature and a user-edited encyclopedia. If only there was a specific word just for a user-edited encyclopedia. Who the hell wrote this? Moreover, the Society began accepting new members for the first time since 2001. The musician Thomas Dolby becoming the first member to join the newly reconvened society. As of July 2014, over 500 idiots have become members. Shenton has also conducted several interviews since the society's relaunch, including The Guardian newspaper. A lot of respect for The Guardian. Hopefully they mocked him mercilessly. In 2013, part of this society broke away to form a new web-based group, also featuring a forum and wiki. I said, these people know it's called a wiki. Whoever was in charge of this paragraph knows what a wiki is. It's a user-edited encyclopedia. In 2015, last year, if it's 2016 where you are now, an independent flat-earther, Eric Dubay, started an online debate forum named after the first modern flat-earth society, the International Flat-Earth Research Society, IFAS. Dubay did this out of his belief that all other flat-earth societies are controlled opposition. So Dubay is a special sort of twit. Canadian society. Oh, I hope I don't have to lower my opinion of the Canadians. I like the Canadians. Flat Earth Society of Canada was established on the 8th of November 1970 by philosopher Leo Ferrati, writer Raymond Fraser, and poet Alden Nolan, and was active until 1984, a solid 14 years, calling themselves planetarestrialists. I got that first go. Their aims were quite different from other Flat Earth societies. With obvious humorous overtones, ah, good on you, Canada, they claimed a prevailing problem of the new technological age was the willingness of people to accept theories on blind faith and to reject the evidence of their own senses. 
I feel like that's out of context. I don't really see where the obvious humorous overtones are. In popular culture, English musician Thomas Dolby released an album called The Flat Earth, has used the name Flat Earth Society for his website forums, and is linked to information relating to the Flat Earth myth. Thomas Dolby also holds the place as the first member since the Flat Earth Society reopened membership. In the 1980s, talk show host Wally George often ridiculed Flat Earth Society members on his show, Hot Seat. And Australian talk show host Don Lane also had Flat Earth Society advocates on his show. California-based punk rock band Bad Religion, oh, I remember Bad Religion, include a song titled Flat Earth Society by Brent on their album Against the Grain, 1980. A prominent feature of the song is the refrain Lie, 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 indicating a strong denunciation of the society and its theories. I don't think they're lying. I think they're just troubled souls. They need to... They need a hobby. They need another hobby. Macrame. Making, um... Making volcanoes with bicarb soda. Richard A. Lupoff's novel Circumpolar, exclamation point, describes a flat planet much like Earth, as described by Flat Earth Society, except it has a hole in the centre instead of a North Pole. And the underside contains fictional lands such as Atlantis and Lemuria. Lemuria. Lemuria? It's not important. Nothing's important. No one dies if I pronounce that wrong. While discussing the importance of acting on climate change, President Barack Obama said there was no time for a meeting of the Flat Earth Society. In reference to climate change deniers. That's quite the smackdown. God bless you, Barack. Nick Davies wrote Flat Earth News, in which he names and exposes the national news stories, which turn out to be pseudo-events, pseudo-events, pseudo. I need to def- I think I'm at the point in my life where I need to decide if I'm going to try and say pseudo each time or just stick with pseudo. You know what? Pseudo. Yeah, decision made. Pseudo. Nick Davies wrote Flat Earth News, in which he names and exposes the national news stories, which turn out to be pseudo-events manufactured by the PR industry, and the global news stories, which prove to be fiction generated by a new machinery of international propaganda. Do you too, dear listener, always picture a panda when you read the word propaganda? I picture a panda with a little, like a parasol thing. Not not little like what's in cocktails, but something that's not quite big enough to keep all of his fur dry if it rains. That's what I picture when I when I read propaganda. Rapper B.O.B. is currently gaining notoriety for his claims of the Earth being flat, among other conspiracy theories. Internet icon Tila Tequila recently announced she believes the Earth is flat. Just from the name, I know that person's an idiot. Going to click on it. Oh, she looks like a nice girl. The same way that a scorpion looks like a nice pet. Oh, and on that bombshell, we're done. No, I can't say on that bombshell. That's um, that's from What's-His-Face. And on that full stop, that's a, that's a wrap. Oh, shit, there's not even a full stop on the last bullet point. Come on, Wikipedia. Hey, there's a, uh, there's a hollow earth hypothesis. I bet that's someone living in an apartment with wood floors, rapping with their knuckles. I'm going, yeah, earth sounds hollow. Okay, so that's all I have for you about the flat earth. We're doing okay for time. Have you fallen asleep yet? Are you still awake? Still awake there? One of these days I'm going to just record it quieter and quieter and you'll keep turning the volume up, volume up. And then I'm going to yell something really loudly. And I'll be all up in your ear. Creepy. All right. I'm going to talk loud while I'm over here. Uh, going to open up a little spreadsheet here. Hijackings between the United States and Cuba. 
the stupid thing's going to open. My internet, my wireless connection is unstable. Your wireless connection is unstable. Going to, oh, it's already open. <laughs> All right, I found a good one. Mental note, cut out the 12 minutes of silence of me reading through boring hijackings between Cube. You wouldn't think that you could have so many boring hijackings. But there were some. I skipped through most of the 1960s. All right, August 1969. August 2. A man armed with a pistol and nitroglycerin, naturally, hijacks a Pan Am flight 229 bound for San Juan from New York to Cuba. This was the first hijacking of the newly introduced Boeing 747 to Cuba, and Premier Fidel Castro came out to Havana's Jose Marti Airport to see the new airliner for himself. Castro reportedly met in person with the Pan Am pilot, Captain Augustus Watkins, and expressed concerns over the ability of the big plane to take off safely from the small airport, but was reassured by the Pan Am captain. It's okay, Fidel, it's okay. I take off no problem, Fidel, I take off no problem. August 25, I believe 1979, somewhere around there, TWA Flight 134, bound for Philadelphia from Las Vegas, was hijacked to Cuba. Wait, Philly, Las Vegas, it's a long way from Cuba. Was hijacked to Cuba following a stopover in Chicago. The hijacker was a Vietnam vet, Robert Labadie. That's what they call bad guys in France. And was the first hijacker returned to the US the month following the incident. The Boeing 727, with 80 passengers and a six-person crew, landed in a field in Pittsburgh to refuel, then proceeded on to Havana's Rosemati Airport, landing at 10.21pm. Specific there? Note, not sure why this hijacking seems to be overlooked by US, and every source who does not report on Labadie's Labadie's return continues to state that no one but the hijacker departed the plane in Havana. However, having been on that flight, ooh, I can report that no one was permitted to remain on the plane following our arrival. We were required to leave the plane and were brought to a confined area within the terminal where we were sequestered for a minimum of six hours before departing Cuba for Miami. All right, jerk face, what's that? That's two. All right, this is a, sh- this is a short one. Uh, January 22, 1971, a man successfully hijacks a 727 from Milwaukee, Wisconsin to Cuba. He would have gone to Algeria, if possible. Okie dokie. Three little hijackings, we're up to 1971. Uh, i got a website, www.davidreadswikipedia.com. I actually don't even know if the W's are needed. Give it a crack without them. If you can't get there, try the W's. Ah, uh, there's Twitter, but I think it's dumb. If you can find it, you can, you can work it out yourself. Bye.